your girl Tanya and Damar and we are the Zenials. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. We missed you guys. We have. We had. We've been consistent. Yeah, we have. We have. But we did slip up last week. We did. Unfortunately, life, just life, happened. Yeah, um, but we're back. Back like we never left. Back okay, and we did better. actually leave, but we're back now. So I was gonna say back and better, but oh my god, this hay fever. Kill out to kill me shout out to all the hay fever warriors out there i feel oh. for you every single time every year i won't i don't wish hay fever on if i had a worse enemy my worst enemy yeah ever. i just mine's not bad like i can't complain mine's just like my nose gets a bunged up and i get a bit itchy and sneeze yeah but literally on the way here like i was having like a whole like sneeze blast in the car mm-hmm. on the way here and i've got tissue right in front of me because I'm a bit sniffly. <laughs> so if it's my fine. voice sounds different, I do apologise. I'm... It's fine. We love yeah, you still. I'm just not God's favourite, clearly. Because I'm allergic you to fucking are. air. He just, you know, you can't have everything. I'm a summer girl. I I'm know. a summer babe. But just think about it. If you had everything, you'd be too perfect. And then what would, it, life would be so boring. Yeah, we don't want a boring lifestyle. I always feel like that. Like, they, God gives you, like, certain things and doesn't give you certain things. Because if you think about it, you'd be like, wow. Wow, if I had everything, it'd yeah, be over for it, everyone. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much for one person to deal with. You need to have a balance. I agree. I agree. It's a good balance. Yeah, definitely. Um, But, yeah, so I'm going to be breathing and, like, struggling here. But, <laughs> like, honestly, I'm breathing's different. Yeah. You Just know what? It. It's okay. Like, we move. Like, um, I remember when I had that that would not go away oh my god because i remember i was ill and then i luckily like <laughs> on the recording you didn't really hear it and i told him like oh like just make sure like no i actually said to you you know what damar i never know you to be ill like you're never ill she, hexed, she gave me a hex and, in it and then like damar's like yeah damar's like yeah like touch but i don't really get ill like i like if i if i know it like i'm able to fight it straight before it gets to me and i'm like yeah, yeah. you're really good yeah. Demar's really because of her home remedies and like she just does just does it all and girl god it's so bad that's the thing with me i don't get sick often but if i do it is it knocks me out for a good month and a half i'm not gonna lie maybe even longer it just depends Damn. purely because like it just it, it's like my brain forgets how to like fight off things it's like oh 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 error error and i'm oh. like in the bed like Oh no. no. Do you know that like pop up like four zero four seven error? <laughs> that's what it that's gives me. That's literally what my brain was doing. So yeah, that wiped me out. Yeah. But we don't want that again. We don't. So um yeah, but today we thought we would oh, just yeah. you know think we about the future. Yeah. I dunno, like I try to say I this is so random this is so like slightly off topic go on i try not to think deeply about the future because i'm quite an anxious person so i try not to like dwell Mm -hmm. on the future yeah but like i said in the previous episode i do manifest i know that was very that was cringy because of tiktok yeah and the type of girls associated with that started tiktok made it really cringe but essentially when i think of manifesting it's just believing in yourself and believing in like things that you can achieve 
Yeah, I agree. That's that's the way I see manifestation. Like you have that much belief in yourself to do something. I agree. I think manifestation is a is a huge thing though. I think it's a spiritual thing as well. I don't think it's just like you believing in yourself as well. Um I also feel like the universe gives you loads of different signs and stuff like that. So I feel like it's a it's a whole thing. But I think yeah, belief is it's definitely starts from there. Like if yeah. you believe in yourself, it's it's a lot easier to manifest. I agree. Um, because you kind of feel like, well, this is what I want. This is what I'm gonna yeah. strive to get. Um, it's when you don't really believe in it is usually when it doesn't work. Yeah, because you know what? I've tried to like manifest um quotation marks before but like i just used to write statements yeah and they were very like vague like i want a new job yeah i'm gonna upgrade my car mm-hmm. but i'm like these are like not specific they have just kind of thrown they're things i want yeah but there's like no like specifics there's no like yeah there's, there's no like it's too vague it, yeah it's you have to be like my thing is like i did it this year and i can I, I don't want to say I'm not going to say what they are because I I really believe in um, evil eye yeah like we have it in our language called Nalu which means like evil eye but yes I really like believe in that um, so I'm not going to say it <laughs> I think it's just for me myself and I but um, <laughs> I was just very specific with what I wanted this year yeah um, I actually wrote it as a memoir so mm-hmm. I wrote the things I've already achieved so I'm writing at the end of this year um but yeah just be really specific as to what you want mm-hmm. and also i know when people are like oh like write anything like the impossible impossible is like possible i think i'm not gonna lie, like you have to be somewhat realistic to um, an extent i believe that i don't know it's, it's a hard that one's a hard one but then i guess it depends on what you define yeah as, as realistic impos- yeah or impossible maybe the impossible to you is realistic to somebody else yeah so I think it's whatever works for you personally and what you think you're capable of achieving. Um, I do but I do understand where you're coming from with the sense of like sometimes it's this idea that everybody can achieve everything and everybody can be amazing. And like in theory, that should be the case, but that's just not how life works. And that's not so much to do with you're not talented enough or you don't believe in yourself enough, but so many other circumstances yeah. that you don't have control over usually is the reason why that doesn't happen. Um, I think the biggest thing with manifesting is trying I think you have to keep trying. There's going to be days where you might not believe in your dream. Yep. But you have to keep being like, ah, oh, today was a shit day. Like, I really just, I don't think I can do it. And it's just trying to remind yourself, like, actually, you can do it. Just keep going. Just keep going. It will get better. It's yeah. And, and so also, I, I'm, I'm one of those people, maybe because I am like a very like, logical thinker and whatever. I don't think you can manifest stuff but not work towards it. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, I don't believe, like, oh, I want a, I want a BMW by the end of this year and I want this season to do Yeah. But, girl, you ain't got a job. You're not, you're not applying for jobs. Yeah. You're not looking out for them. You're not applying for the lottery. Like, you're not doing anything proactively yeah. to get to that goal. Um. So, yeah, I it agree. It is possible, but just you just have to... That's with anything in life. Yeah. You've got, if you want something, you've got to work towards it. So what do you say to those people who, like, just have a lot of things? Like, they didn't have to work very hard for things. Things just happened for them. There are people out there that just 
I don't even know if it's luck you want to call it. I think it's luck. I... Where, like, you see people's lives and I'm like... And they've admitted that, like, yeah, I didn't really have to do... I didn't I have mean, to do a lot. To be honest, I do feel like... I'm a big fan believe like, everyone's path is kind of already, like, lined up for them. Um, and, like, I so because of my religion and stuff and faith, I do believe in, like, past lives as well. Mm-hmm. So I do believe like, if you're given, you're given everything in this lifetime, I'm sometimes like, well, well, maybe in your past life you had nothing, but you're a super humble person and, like, that's when this lifetime you're getting it. I'm really... And then, um, fascinated by past lives mm. i i like i feel like you spoke about this with my mum before haven't you i have yeah. i've always been very fascinated by it and i remember um sometimes i don't know how to explain it but sometimes it feels like you know when you just know like there's something i need there's something i like i know that i need to be doing this or this just feels right like there's sometimes it's like this thing that you just can't explain to anyone that like this is this is actually for me like i know this is what yeah. i'm supposed to do you and you try to put it in words but it's like in your soul like you know like that is what i am meant to do i feel like for me when that happens there's no other explanation apart from my past life but that's yeah. just me yeah it's like a they say I think they say with past lives, it's like, I think whatever life you're in now, there's like certain lessons you're supposed to learn. Yeah. And depending on what happened in your past life, I've even read up, people have said things like how apparently we pick our lives and depending on what we did before and what form we're going to come in and if we choose our parents, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's debatable because I know half of the people would not be paying <laughs> for the parents that they have. But again, if you don't remember it, yeah, if it's part true. of that and you don't remember it, then that's a thing. Um, which I'm really fascinated about that because, because, yeah, I feel like, and also there's some things that you do and there's almost like, there's no logical explanation as to why you're doing it. Like you just like, that's how i believe right okay this is this might sound wild like let's say you're really musically talented yeah and like you're born with like a talent yeah i genuinely believe because in your past life that's what you've trained and that's what you know and Mm. it's somewhat i don't know it's up for debates i guess but that's i also there was one that i saw which i thought was fascinating was about birthmarks okay i'm curious i'm curious to know what you're thinking the birthmarks was like because obviously you told me the story about it was your uncle wasn't it yeah um they've mentioned that i've seen stuff about that and read about stuff about certain birthmarks can represent perhaps maybe how you died in your past life or something that happened in your past life there was mentioning this one because i have one on my back that is lighter than the rest of my body and my mum has the exact same one on the same side and apparently the same you, shape as the well. same shape if you have matching ones apparently it means that you're like you were you were tied in a past life beforehand <gasps> oh Demar, that's really beautiful <laughs> i've not told her yet but she'll probably be like okay <laughs> no, <laughs> that is, oh that is actually so beautiful i actually love that and apparently if you have no birthmarks it means this is your first life interesting yeah so apparently if you have none none at all that means this is your very first life i know for a fact it ain't mine because i have a lot of birthmarks do you know what <laughs> i don't have got any birthmarks are you sure 
sometimes they can come up as like beauty spots can sometimes count them as well. I feel like I need to look through my whole body to make yeah. sure So they say that if you, there's like certain shapes. I think it's like if one's shaped like a bullet, it means that perhaps in your past life you were shot. Mm. Um, if you have like a red one, apparently it could have been like someone like you died in a fire or something. Like there's all these different meanings of ones that you might have. Um, so interesting. I just thought that was so fascinating, whether it's true or not. But I love things like that because I'm just like to myself, but why do I even have this stuff on my body? Like I like I know there's a scientific I like I like the reasoning behind it though. I like the scientific um one. Like my dad, he has literally a birthmark in the shape of Africa. I'm not gonna lie to you. It actually is the shape of Africa. We drew a line on it once. It is the shape of Africa. How weird is that? That's quite cool. That is cool, but weird at the same time. I don't know. I don't know what that even means. I don't even know if it means anything, but... Do you know what I love? I love how we're going to talk about, like, our future. We'll get back. It's true. Well, I feel like because... It it intertwines. It intertwines. Because you look back at your past. To reflect on your future. To reflect on what you want in your future and the things that you did in the past and what you want to do now. Yeah. Or what you want to do in the future to sort of like not not rectify the mistakes but just like learn from them and be better and do better yeah always aspiring to self-growth yeah but like thinking about the future is so scary though like i think about it i'm like oh my god i always think about technology just because okay so for us us zenials um we are in that generation where our childhood was not really any like smartphones or like iPad device. Like, we don't, ha- we didn't grow up with like technology like that. Like, not until we were like in like late teens. Yeah, like I'd say like in sec. Well, I think the most I'd have is in like year seven, year eight, would have like a computer in our house. I didn't think I did. I didn't think I got a computer until I was about. I feel like in year eight. I think we had it in, I had it in like year seven or year eight. I had it in secondary school time. The most we had was the, like the game consoles was more of a thing. So like, like DS, the DSi, D, Nintendo DS, the but Wii. But even, even Nintendo DS, I think that came again in secondary school. It wasn't in primary school. Yeah, it was early, like se- like seven year eight. That's when it came. But yeah. like before that, like we did. Like we did like our, our only sense of like technology per se was like the TV. But. And even then, I didn't get cable until I was like fourteen. So I the only way the only way I could watch stuff like Disney Channel was like I used to go to my friend's house and my parents would pick me up after school. So that was the only that's how I knew about yeah. like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon because we didn't have it in the house mm. yet. See, the thing is, I didn't think I even watched Disney Channel. So like when people talk about like Disney Child like childhood stuff that they watch, I didn't really. Do yeah, that. that's very sad. But my parents were like very much like you should be outdoors. Yeah, but as I a child, as a child, I didn't really feel like I messed out by not watching you like did. certain TV. You totally did. I'm sorry. That's fine. I I can live with that. The thing is that I can't even I show it to like you now because it won't it won't it won't hit you the same mm, way because like, you're older. Yeah, I, but I felt like I had a really wholesome childhood mm. in that sense. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, up for debate. Who knows? But um, yeah. So we didn't have technology to like year seven, year eight. And then I don't think I had my first smartphone to like year nine or year ten. I had. Oh my god, no! 
People yeah, had nine. like Blackberries. I didn't even have a Blackberry. No, I didn't either. I got my first iPhone, which I count as my first smartphone, was yeah. 11 and i remember this because i was the first one out of everyone that had an iphone yes. and these lot these i was lot, still on my samsung galaxy these lot every minute let's take a picture let's take a picture on my bloody phone i was like guys <laughs> yeah guys. demar had so many yeah i remember that because i had a samsung galaxy s2 well, that is technically a smartphone but it's not it like looked, it was a great it was a great smartphone but an, an apple just I don't know everybody just, wanted apple in it and i think yeah. it was like the apple I want to say the four, but four S or something like that. I got the Apple. I got the Apple. I got the iPhone five. So I got it Um, like in. And the thing is, I think it's because my mum's like friend of a friend was like getting rid of. I was like, yeah, I'll give it. She's like, do you want it? I'm like, yeah, I want an iPhone. It was a really (laughs) shit when it was kind of broken. It lasted me just about until like first year of uni. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I feel like for us, so I feel like for us, technology has changed like drastically. And then even in then, that sh- in our whole like time frame, and even then with like phones, like I'm not very techie on the phone. Like I'll call, text, go on social media. That's about it. I don't play games. I don't do any of the fancy stuff on there at all. So it's like I don't, I don't know. Like I'm not that all that now they all all the younger generation they all know how to do everything and i'm like i'm actually really boring on my phone because i'm not used to doing all this different i feel like for boys it's a bit different because they were on the games like they're on the doing up whatever i yeah i use the bare minimum my phone yeah like the bare i don't even have games on my phone no me neither (laughs) so boring but But i've never been like a major like game no like i've never been a proper gamer like i'm not no Either. Like when stuff came out, like Angry Birds or like what was the one with the with the remember um the Flappy Bird? Oh yeah, remember the what was it the Granny one? <laughs> there was a what? Granny one. Is it one? I can't remember what no, it was I called. Don't know. I, just remember, was I remember. Jokes. I remember Cooking Mama. Oh, I did love Cooking Mama, but I had it on my DS. Yeah, that was a mi- yeah, I had it on my DS. DS. What was that puppy one? It's like after puppies. I don't remember. Oh my god, why did that take you back to Tamagotchis? No, I was literally <laughs> just had to say that. Stop. No. Oh my god, I no, that thing is like when I used to go to a bar, I'm like, Mum, look after Tamagotchi. She's like, it's not good. I'm like, Mum, I'm taking a poo. Like it's oh, I mean, my god. 10 minutes. Like, Do you know you how many times mine it? died? Mine died no. so I was so bad. And I had two I remember I had one and then I lost it and then my mum got me another one. And then I had, then I found the other one and I had two. And I remember like trying to ha- like putting them next to each other to see if they would hatch at the same time. No, stop. <laughs> no, but you know what, Damar, like when it used to die, I like, I'd really sit there and like really feel like, oh my God, like I'm such a bad <laughs> you mother. Know, you know when it's like, like all got- the poo, all oh, the poo used to be just... <laughs> what colour was it? I can't remember what colour mine was. I think it had a pink and white one. I think mine was pink. Oh God! Oh my God! I actually, because the thing is, like, like I just remember I really looked after it. Like I remember once mm. we went out and we'd take it. I was like, Mom, we have turn the car around, turn the car around. <laughs> I never got cheese. She's like, Tanya, it's fine. I'm like, No, and I came back and it died. That's the thing. You actually and have it, to keep it with you because it will die if you go out for the whole day. I, I looked at it and it died. I was like, To me, like, see. You killed my Tamagotchi. Oh, God. That wouldn't so work dramatic. now in technology because they probably would have they figured it out now. You could leave something overnight and it'll be fine. Uh, not only that, people take the technology with them everywhere they go. Yeah, I would like, like taking my Tamagotchi just, out. Like, <laughs> even like in secondary school, like there were odd days I didn't take my phone to school, you know? 
There's days I forgot and it was not even that big of a deal. But it's like now, if you leave the house with your phone, you're like, shit, shit, shit. Oh, shit. Like, no, it's actually the worst. I panic. I'm like, what am I going to do? Or like, you know, if I can speak more, like, you can't find your phone. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, where is it? Where is it? You know, it's like like a touch. You know what? Also with phones, it's like got to a point where it's like almost like um, a way to calm you down when you're anxious. I find that like if I'm in a space that I'm uncomfortable, if I have my phone, it's like makes me feel a bit okay. Or like you're waiting for someone, you like just having to kind of like distract you on it you don't want to be social yeah. like you have the phone whereas before you didn't have that mm. you're like forced to socialize so it's i don't know like sometimes i do feel like it's too overstimulating like yeah, it can today be. like okay this is so random it's so random also i when i make my coffee i make it on like the proper like italian like mocha set so i put it on the do the whole thing i put it on the hob and i wait for it to whistle before like having it like proper old school yeah um and that only takes like what four minutes like max like five minutes max yeah and my phone was on charge because i'd like i was standing in the kitchen i was like patting my like my foot on the floor i was walking up and down i'm like i seem like a crackhead <laughs> and all i kept thinking is like i want to go on my phone and go on tiktok so i'm like bored in this four minutes and i'm like oh my god somebody i feel like i'm a bit too overstimulated by it so I do wonder, like, what the future would be like with technology. I think it would be even well, more... they've got all the AIs, which is very scary. They've oh, got, did you see my God, the AI, the, the, it's a G, GP chat AI, that was called. Do you know what? That's actually quite helpful. I'm not going to lie. I've used it a few times. Oh, my God. I used it because I went, I went on a spontaneous trip to Dublin with my cousin. Mm. And, like, so we booked our tickets the night before. And we're like, we haven't planned this trip. We don't know what we're doing. AI, we're like, plan a seven-hour trip in Dubai. Uh, not Dubai, I wish. In Dublin. And they came with this whole suggestion. We followed it and we pretty much saw the whole of Dublin in that time. And it was perfectly yeah, no, done. That, I will say that it's definitely helpful for... You have to be very specific on what you want, but it is helpful. Do you know they've got this new one on Spotify? I went on my Spotify oh, yesterday and I, I clicked on this thing. It was like, your DJ. And I was like, what's this? And it was like, hey, I'm your personal DJ. Um your AI DJ. I was like, what the hell? What do you, what do you mean what? AI DJ? What, what is this? Why Why do I need an AI DJ on Spotify? I'm fine. I can find my own music. It's fine. I'm okay. Oh my God, I haven't heard of this. This is, this is, this is for new. Me. It's like literally new. Like I saw it yesterday and I was like, whoa, what is this? I don't like it. And I just clicked off it straight away. Oh my God, mine doesn't come up. It probably will pop up eventually. Maybe you might haven't done the iOS update or something. I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, I don't want that. Get the off Snapchat my one's quite funny. I've had a, a long conversation with them. That was quite jokes. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it's wild, but it's wild though, because I even asked it like a really specific question to like relate to like my work. Yeah. Um, and it's like very specific about like a type of drug and like the, all the details of it. And the answer it gave me, I was like, it's because the AI damn. is a computer. So it has like basically a lot of knowledge, but there's some things you can't um, ask it. I think I'm sure my brother asked it some stupid question that it couldn't something to do with a drug or something and it was like i think he was trying to, i don't even know what you're saying but he was like yeah he couldn't give me the answer i was like yeah i think there's like limits to it yeah. remember it's it is like a computer and so also it's just come out so it's still in the like developing, the developing stages yeah but have you seen all those programs of like those oh my god i was about to say something so wild um like those Robots, yeah. the sex robots. I thought like sex toy. Like it's not a sex toy, the but sex those robots. Those, yeah, those like massive robots. Sophie, yeah. 
<laughs> yes, you know Sophie. I know yeah. because of um, you know that show, uh, Strange Addictions. Yeah. So like, I was I was thinking about that. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if we have that. Did you not see that some woman married her AI like something? Uh, avatar something she created online and she literally takes pictures with them and they're like married and everything do you know what i get it no i don't i do it's not real human interaction like I know. if you pour water on it it might actually die no i can't you know because it's actually quite advanced but i mean like, is I, it, I, like I, they're still limited like the robot can never give you like real emotions like it's programmed no, emotions you, but it's, yeah it's yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't be surprised in like twenty years we have like, like the like memeology. Th- Do you think the robot is gonna have the memeology? Like, I think I'd, that I have. I think you can teach it though. That's the thing. You can, but it, yeah, it's like. I think you can program it in a way. And I think in like 20, 30 years time, you'll be able to program it slightly differently. But I don't trust them because if no, anybody's no, seen iRobot. Listen, I ever since that film, I'm sorry, nine. that film came out in the early, two, like 2005, right? It is still relevant to this day. Once I saw that, I said, oh, hell yes. no, not the robots trying to come after us. And they weren't even that advanced back then, but that was still very advanced. That was actually very advanced. And I know they've been working on this for time. Yeah, okay? I, I don't want to. I was scared for Will Smith. I wanted him to survive. I was like, these lot out here trying to kill him. We don't need him to die. Okay? We we I'm scared. That was scary. It was a good film. That though. was yeah, I actually film. love that movie. Very good. But yeah, I mean, apart from like technology, I think we always know that's gonna always, always change. Always, always change. I wonder what you think about like healthcare and services. Cause I feel like I think everything's gonna be privatized to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And I, think, I also feel like services like like I don't know, like, like restaurant servers or waiters, and like there's because if you think about it now, like mm-hmm. look at like TFL, like you don't really see people at the underground station anymore. DLR is pretty much run on its own. Like you barely see someone on there. It's literally run on its own. So I do feel like service based jobs will start to slowly go. Yeah, you got the self checkouts really, and everything. Which I'm like, I'm like, I'm an R and like, will they get rid of it? But I'm like, maybe not because they know that. There needs to be some sort of I think income for people and jobs for people. There will be limited jobs, but there will still need some because the humans need to be there to like make sure that the these self checkout things are actually still working and like, stuff like, like that. For example, the Tesco one, you have to have someone there. Yeah, because when it's it always asking work. you saying call for assistance. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so, never. It's not like something. Un, was it un, unauthorized? Something in the bag. I'm like, I'm I, like, I bitch. Just, and then you're it's waiting and waiting and summer. waiting. I was like, you're really annoying me now. I've got somewhere to go. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I definitely think um, when it comes to healthcare as well, I do feel like it will change in terms of like I think more things will become privatized. I think people will look more for jobs that offer private health insurance because the nhs is just suffering on both ends with the staff and us as a society and i think people are going to get really tired on both ends and Mm. people are going to they're going to they're leaving now but they're going to leave go into other jobs and people are going to try and get private insurance so then that's going to go up yeah um yeah, you probably will see a lot of healthcare professionals go into private. I think a lot more. of people do already now. Like I know it's like a lot of my not loads, like some of my friends that go through private or like 
Yeah. It's wild. Like sometimes like even now, like people not people that are like even loaded or have the money, but like we'll uh, go. We'll go be like, okay, well, I can't see anyone for this condition that I've had for a while. Like I'm on like an eight months referral. Yeah. Um, I get that because I I'm not gonna say where I work, but I get that a lot at work where people are like, Yeah, I've had to go through private because I can't get an appointment or I can't see a doctor or I've been I'm on this referral for over a year now and I've got ADHD and like my referral letter says it's gonna be yeah. at least a year. Like how am I meant to live with this condition for a year? So you go privately. Yeah. Um and the thing is with private I do wonder, will that start to get oversaturated? It probably do, cause because that's with anything, isn't it? Yeah, and the thing is, I think people don't really people think private's very glamorous and it's fast paced and it's not blah blah blah. Private, so you know, in, like in hospitals, all the machines that are like ten years old or like whatever, they get they're the machines that get passed down to private healthcare. Yeah, so they don't even have like. The top end which actually makes sense it makes sense. sense because of the nhs and they yeah. need to, they because they are serving the majority so they need to have the top end quality. But then, yeah but as some might argue if i'm paying private why am i getting a 10 year old device that's true which is valid but it is so valid there's pros and cons with everything you can't yeah. win everything you know what i mean so it's yeah. i also think that I'm putting it out there that I think people are going to look more into holistic approaches. And I've always been an advocate for trying things naturally if you can, mm. because there are so many good herbs, um, things and stuff out there that are so helpful that people don't realize and they go straight to medication. And sometimes medication isn't always the way. I think the 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 cons of like holistic is sometimes where medication comes in handy is you don't know how much to use or something with holistic. It's like, oh, I have turmeric. I'm going to slap on all of the, like, you don't need that much. You need a certain type of measurement mm -hmm. ratio to water. Like it's things like that yeah. where there's not really, it's kind of like make it up as you go along, but then that's not very helpful. To be fair, I, I do completely agree with you, especially in the field that I work in. Yeah. The only thing is like with medicines, like I'm not promoting it, but it's like, there is like so much money like years and evidence and trials put into place before it comes out yeah whereas it's also, like where it's like a holistic approach or like a have a medication there's not that much funding and that not that much research put into it that's also However, true i it's wild because of the profession i work in i am such a massive advocate for like using like a non-pharmacological approach like trying like like i think i don't know i think because we live in such a fast-paced lifestyle yeah everyone wants a quick fix for everything yeah and some people aren't willing to put in the patience and then wait for to see if something's gonna work that's true like for example someone's got like back pain their first first in their first in the, okay i have to get like strong strong painkillers over the counter or i have yeah. to go to gp and get a really strong painkiller and then that's that's gonna fix my back well have you tried stretching? Have you tried going to a physio? Have you tried acupuncture? Have you found like have you like, have you found the root of the cause of your back pain? Yeah. What's causing but, you? Is your posture bad? Is it the seat that you sit on? Is it like you but, know there's a lot of yeah, things? Yeah, but people can't don't feel like they don't have the quotation of time to I think with your that's the problem. I think when it comes to health is the one thing you have to have time for. 100%. That's the one thing you have to really put effort in and take your time with it's not so because that's that is you that's you got one body mm. you don't get another one you don't be like you oh this one's gone lives. now let me go to the fridge and get a new one let's start again like it doesn't ha it doesn't happen yeah so i feel like that's 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I do feel like people are some people are kind of pushing down on that route. Yeah. Um, like I've noticed with people, um, like we're having like this massive, like huge campaign of like how someone be elderly, then you look at their like list of medication, you're just like, why are you on this many medications? And like your blood pressure's fine, your cholesterol's not even high. Like why are you on like so much? Like why are you on four blood pressure medications and you're always dizzy? Uh, duh, because yeah. you've been overprescribed. So I feel like at the, and then because of that that's where like a lot of the waste of NHS money's gone like down the drain because there's been yeah. so much excess medicine gone to waste so I know I don't know I hope like I hope to see like as a long-term plan that will yeah. reduce but again everyone wants everything quick 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 but also to just to be controversial you know healthcare is a money making it's it's, a, it's money making oh 100 percent so that's what I'm just saying. Just keep that in mind when your doctor may be prescribing you a bit too much. Yeah. Like, my thing is, don't... You can obviously listen to your doctor, but there's actually no harm to get a second opinion. There's never... If you feel like something is wrong or you feel like it's not right, go and get a second, a third, fourth, fifth, whatever it is. Because I feel like sometimes people feel pressure to just go with the first option. Mm. And it's like, if it's your health and you feel like I could go somewhere better or you feel like it's not 100% what you want to do you have to try i agree that because like when you get a car you don't buy the first car that you see do you absolutely not so yeah. i get it i fully get it yeah um and plus like doctors pharmacists nurses we're all human beings so That's sometimes true. you might miss something and then especially with nhs you're over like yeah like you're under that pressure so you, everything has to be on quick pace what do you think is going to mm. change about social media because i've I've always thought, I don't know of this one. I don't know I whether don't everybody's going to go back. Can we go back? Do you I, think we can go back? I genuinely don't think we can go back. I don't think we can go back, but I think it's going to look different. I feel like it will be somewhat of a healthier approach. Like, for example, now, like, you have your limit on screen times and stuff yeah. like that. But it doesn't strictly monitor it mm -hmm. and at the end of the day social media helps brands which always generates money yeah so i can't imagine it like i can't imagine it significantly dying down i believe there'll be like newer apps and new social media yeah. platforms that are a bit more engaging or like realistically tiktok blew up because us humans you've got a effing short like attention spam yeah but also and I, then feel like I feel like that's why it's tiktok is so personalized and i think that's what's going to start happening is we're going to see more apps that are more personalized yeah. for people whereas things like youtube and instagram like this for the masses there's like loads of people use it mm. don't get me wrong loads of people lose tiktok but tiktok you have your for you page things that you like come up on there mm. you know you make your own videos you do like it feels yeah. more like okay this is my content this is my space this is what i want to see yeah blah 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 um so i feel like again yeah more apps might be made more like, personalized make like, you feel like it's just about you in a way yeah like snapchat died down didn't it yeah but i felt like the youngers the younger lot use it, so. i was never really a big fan of snapchat either i think it's just because when the snap used to just go and i was like um i can't lie i think i did use it for quite a while uni when i was in uni i used it a lot yeah uni i'd like snapchat every moment <laughs> 
and then but i do think the younger generation they communicate everything via snapchat like text message and everything that's a bit weird i'm not gonna lie i know it's strange but that is ex- like all my cousins that are like 16 17 18 that's how they communicate and i thought oh my god it's just my cousins i talked to my other friends like yeah all their cousins are like that age do the same thing it's like so Ew. so then it's like we like i say oh snapchat's died down but maybe it hasn't because that younger generation still I think it's it still going. It's just not as like big for beaming. us. Like people just prefer other apps. Yeah, social media. That's a strange. I don't know where it's gonna go. I don't know. But I was gonna say with um, beauty standards, I feel yeah. like again, it's so hard to predict. Yeah, I do feel like we're going through that approach of more like less structured beauty standards. Yeah. I think you're going to start seeing people looser. who aren't the standard pretty yeah. becoming popular. And I don't mean like, there's like different pretties. There's like popular pretty, there's like standard pretty, but I think it's going to be like the pretty that isn't like, like you're pretty, but like you can't imagine them to be like in a magazine or something. They're but like, like I, I like to call like that type of style like, like a odd unique. Be- like the odd beauty like it's like it's like i know unique. you're pretty but like i know that people might be like your, your eyes are a bit big or you're like you know what i mean like i don't i don't know i can't even think of someone as an example no i can't because you probably don't have that many people like no that. that's like an odd um, beauty but that will be i feel like that we're kind of leaning more towards that yeah i'd like to say that like stuff like racism and culture I think would change. I think but it's I getting better, but not at the rate it needs to be. Like in ten years' time, do I feel like majority of people would be less racist? No, I completely. I, think I don't personally. I would like to say that it would be purely because of the generation, our generation, and the generations after us, because yeah. they are a lot more open. They are being raised by millennials, and millennials are part of that wave of like accept people for who they are we're not in this you I know would, what i mean yeah so like the baby boomers all of they're all so so bad to say but they're like dying generation like they're dying out those are the ones that had all those sort of racist don't get me wrong there's going to be millennials that are still racist or carry that mm. on but it's a lot more, you can tell from the younger generation that they they don't have labels they don't want to be labeled they don't want to have this they want to have pronouns they want to have all this different mm. they don't they want to be able to just live and not be put in a box yeah do you think pronouns are gonna be more acceptable in about 10 15 years time it's gonna be norm like the actual normal thing i i was talking to my brother and we were saying about how like there was this we saw this um clip of um this guy saying that he wanted to be he's like 70 something but he wanted to people to basically say that he was 40 so he like wants to identify as being 40 and we were saying that how it's, it will get to a point where people will be identifying as absolutely anything and it's like it's one it's a very sticky one because it's like are we all going to accept that is there still going to be exceptions to the rule are we still going to be like some things are acceptable and some things I mean... are not like when people say oh i was i understand the born in the wrong body i understand that one but the oh i'm white but i think i'm i was meant to be black those kind of things i'm still very like i don't know how to feel about that because on one hand it's like that's that person's experience but it's like for you as a white person to then say you identify as a black person to me i can't get down with that because they're so far 
and apart there's so from many each other. life experiences. Like, being a black person in this world is a unique experience that only black people know. Like white people will never ever understand how that feels. So for you to wake up one day and say, "I feel like I," you don't understand the experience. Like there's a there's a long history of that. Yeah. So I think people will find that very offensive. I I. It's funny because we both say we're quite open-minded people. Yeah. In that sense. And we're not very, like, judgmental. We're not. But I do believe, like, there are sometimes rules and boxes for a reason. Like, for example, like you said, yeah. with someone... Like, I don't agree with, like, a 40-year-old man saying, I identify as an eight-year-old girl. Yeah. Like, that to me, I'm, I'm like... Please, like, in the comments, if you've got, like, a different outlook on it, I'm really curious to hear about it. But... I feel like stuff like that, th there's a rule that there are rules and there's boxes because stuff like that is kind of crossing a weird line. It's kind of a blur. Yeah. But I can appreciate that's how someone feels. Yeah. I, but yeah. whether I should now address you as like a young eight year old girl. So does that mean now you're going to play eight year, other eight year old girls, but you're actually yeah a, a 40 year old? Doesn't, yeah. ma doesn't matter if you're a, a male or a female or. Um, you don't associate with a certain like gender. Yeah. But a forty year old now playing in the playground with an eight year old. Playing with an eight year old. Doesn't matter, like doesn't yeah. matter about your pronouns. Like you can be gender fluid. That even the gender fluidity thing, that doesn't really bother me because I I get that concept. Yeah. But you as a but grown ass as man a gr identifying as an eight year old yeah. girl. It's like I just it's because of what the connotations that comes with that. Exactly. It's because of it's, that's what I'm saying. There's a there is a history there is patterns there are things that mm. come with that where i'm sorry like you can as open-minded as i am and it is i am being a hypocrite but there are some things i'm okay with being a hypocrite about that is one of those things yeah i feel like when it comes to stuff like that i feel like gender i can understand the race thing i'm not gonna lie to you i can't get by can't get that one purely because of life experiences like yeah. it's like someone telling like oh yeah but i feel like i'm sri lankan i'm like okay but did you go through like the civil war do you know the trauma that came with it do you know all the genocide that happened like you don't so you can't i don't think you could claim that race when you've not gone through life experiences i think because it's not just it's a so color it's a like it's actually a way of life yeah and i think that's why this is kind of playing like devil advocate here. Go on. With like some people when it comes to gender, like if you're like now like a six-year-old man saying I'm a woman, I understand some people get annoyed by it or feel frustrated because like, okay, but you haven't experienced yeah. womanhood. Yeah. Like you can you can feel like you're that gender, but sometimes it's hard to like solely identify it because you've not gone through those experiences as that previous gender yes yeah, so you get why people feel that so way so i and it's like i i really do see like two sides of it my worry about the future is that will we get because these there's so many new changes and concepts to grasp around do you think we're gonna have like very like extremists more extremists in the future possibly i do feel like the lines will be blurred a lot but the one thing that humans do that are always very good is no matter how fluid, no matter how open-minded you might be, 
humans love structure they will find some way to still have some structure within the freeness that's, i don't even think that's even a word but I, that's no, my word I, I do you know what i mean it. they're still in I there because it. there's some there's still an order that we follow within the freedom that we have there is still a there's still an order that we follow naturally we cannot help it is what we do you'd have to basically get rid of all of us and us to come back again yeah. to re we'd have to be wired completely different whether science would able to do that i don't know possibly yeah, it's a it's a strange one yeah but anyways <laughs> we anyways right that. we really actually. that was actually really good yeah i actually really enjoyed that episode yeah yeah wow oh i've missed you i missed you too <laughs> anyways um, we're gonna get i know you our... guys have missed this too weekly our fills. weekly fills you want to go first i feel like i want to go first just because i feel like mine's just got so i'm bubbling like, honestly just like, to get it out. like i predicted demar's one already <laughs> and i've even prepped myself <laughs> for her weekly fills so i'm just gonna go into mine um i'm debating between two i'm not sure which one i should go for um mm. Okay, this is kind of on topic of what we discussed today. Um, it's called the ultimatum. Oh no! Oh, the, the ult- show. What's it called again? How do you pronounce that word? The ultimatum. Ultimatum, but it's the queer version of it. Did you actually watch it? Um, I haven't finished it. Finished it, but I'm very close to the finish line. Did you of like it? it? Um, I just think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love. I just love love. Yeah. In all shapes and forms. Mm-hmm. And I just find it interesting how people communicate, people's ways of life, um, like people that want, that are so in love, but they want two completely like different things. Different things. And it's like, wow, like you've had four years and like now you're realizing that, yeah, one of you, like, you know, um, like doesn't want to get married, doesn't want to have kids. I don't know, but I guess things change over time four years and whatnot but yeah i just thought it was so i find i just find it so interesting other people's perspectives of like life i watched the first and it makes me think it makes me think about like but what did i want yeah i watched the first season but not the second one but i actually thought about it like you must think i'm mad to drag me on tv and tell me to make up your mind, I would marry me. Just give me an ultimatum and put and drag me onto national TV. It could never be me. Oh, you will not get me on there. And I was like, yeah, this is not. Yeah, I would not. Because my thing is, like, if no. you want to marry me, another person doesn't want to. That's a, that's that's. But we're not taking I'm it done. to national TV. Like, I'm no. not actually going. I'm not actually going to allow cameras to come in to and now publicly humiliate me, embarrass me, and then and then you leave me for someone else. Oh no! You're Hell done. No. You're y- done. You're done. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> it's over. I've had enough. There's no way. No. So would you recommend it um, though? It's just do you know like trashy TV. <laughs> that like gets you by the week <laughs> it's one of those ones like you can have it like in background and it's interesting okay um yeah one of those all right <laughs> okay so my weekly feel like oh i'm grinning like a like the it's a cheshire cat so guys i went to go and see queen mother uh beyonce i saw her on the 4th of june <sighs> guys i don't think you understand Let, for, okay i have to paint the picture really for everyone okay um so I went with my friend and first of all, I've never been to like Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So I had no idea how huge it was. Mm. I walked in the stadium and I, I'm not telling you, I'm not even going to lie. Like I actually felt like my eyes were watering because like, first of all, it's huge. 
it's massive. How many seasons it hold? Do you know? I'm not gonna lie to you. All I know is that after all the five shows, she did like something like 50k or something like people that she performed to. That's a lot of people. I like walked in. I was like, oh my god, this stadium is like ridiculously huge. But like it felt really overwhelming. I was like, wow, this is a lot of people. Um. And first of all, she came on time. She was a very prim and proper because she knows that obviously it's a Sunday and people got to get home. So I did appreciate her coming on time, on time. and finishing on time. She started prompt. Um, it was just like one of those. Can you describe it in three words? Euphoria. Um, powerful. Ooh. Um, that's the last one. I feel like she has um, so many words to describe. She's trying to narrow it down to three. Amazing. Like, oh. honest. Like, she is... The thing is with Beyonce, right? It's like, I've always been a fan. Like, I've been a fan of this since I was, like, little. Like, the first song I think I ever sang my parents said was, like, Destiny's Child. So, like, I've been basically from the womb. That's, like... So, she's, like, to me, she's, like... um an audio hug that's what she's like to me she's like that so it's like it's when i hear her it's like home but like seeing her on the stage is like i don't even know how to explain it to people people go understand that it's like she she puts didn't live up to expectation beyond she puts everything she performs like like she's been held hostage like someone's gonna kill her she doesn't perform she performs like it is the last thing she's ever gonna do on this earth and i don't know how she does that every night the mic was on baby that mic was on lip singing where she was i was like how first of all do you know the concert was like uh, two hours and 40 minutes i don't know how she was still going my feet were killing me at the end my feet were so sore and i was wearing trainers i was like how does this woman do this and the thing is she doesn't give us a lot of breaks she had the little interludes but girl she was on that stage again and she's I was got like, so many songs though isn't it i was like wait she, she, was, she was just on there can you we're like, like we're bit, the bit where we're like it's interlude and we're like sitting down and she comes back up again and we're like up and down like china oh, like I love that do you see it blue i did she was amazing she was so, do you know what it's also so funny. can i just say one thing yeah people on tiktok that are like scrutinizing her yeah then she's actually she's actually 11 years old my thing is like right. actually like like yeah what can like you can like shut the fuck up my, but my <laughs> thing is like, like why my thing is is like sorry do you perform at like 15,000 people a night she's like 11 and that's a huge stage do you know what I think it is as well it was just nerves and you know what also but I don't do you know what I think it is I think people always like over sexualize children that's why I feel like is she? I feel like if she was really going out, people were like, oh, they like, would still have like, a problem. Oh, her moves are so inappropriate for her age. Like, do you know what I mean? Everyone yeah. would always scrutinize yeah. and everything. But I feel like that's a, a phenomenal achievement. But also, like, people are like saying, oh, because she's Beyonce's child. But Beyonce is a 40 something old woman. She, like, she's been in this. You can't compare her to an 11 year old. Like, you know, 
it's like so stupid. Like she's yeah. she's also just a child, and I think it was really cute to see their like interaction because like you forget like I low key forget that she's a mum. Like she was su- such mum energy when she was like Aww. on the stage, and then there's like a bit where she goes go blue, and then she like like her. and then when she was walking off, she was like you know like, like mums do that thing and they're like bye, and they give you like a little. Aww. It was so cute because I was like. Oh yeah, she's actually like a mum. Like she's actually a mum. That like, is so cute. But um, it was amazing. But my section was completely dead. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was very disappointed. Oh, no. I had this man that was sitting next to my. Fr- he wasn't sitting next to my friend. He was standing up. He didn't blink. He didn't blink. He just stood. Th- I think I'm gonna say that he was just mesmerized. Let's say he was mesmerized. Yeah, he was starstruck. Um, there were people leaving early. There were people that didn't know the words. It was very embarrassing, actually. I was embarrassed to be in that section because I was like, oh, damn. come on. Like, Do you know what that reminds me of? What? This reminds me of I went to Chris Brown. Where people do the same um, thing. And you know this song? I'm going to take it down. Yeah, they didn't know that one. And then like, so me and my friend were like screaming. I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Like really going for it. Yeah. I looked next to me. All these people are sitting down. Oh my God. One girl's on her phone on instagram i was like girl bye i just i don't like, get oh, it i was thinking I was like i could think of so many people that deserve your ticket yeah i deserve yeah. that ticket <laughs> yes 100 yeah just, i feel like the same thing with beyonce i think everyone wants i think there was too many people that wanted to go just to say they went yeah and the thing is with that is like I get everybody. Everybody's entitled to get tickets, but it's like if the show she doesn't. There's not people out there that are doing the show. My girl had robots. She was dancing with robots. There was a bit at the end. I said, "There's no way this woman is actually going to go in the air." With she was in the air on a horse. She was in the air. I was like, "You have three kids. Why are you in the air? It's okay. You don't need to be. We can bring you back down now." That little string thing they got you on there. I don't think it's very secure. (laughs) They had like uh, two of the dancers on this bit where they were like on this bungee jump thing in the air going across each other i was like what is this tour like she gives you performance doesn't she she she, yeah she gave me she gave me everything she gave me she went through her whole catalog she started with dangerous three in love and if everybody knows that's from her very first yeah album all the way to like so glad you got tickets guys when i found demar got tickets i was i was just as excited as yeah, was. I actually I'm watered. so, my I'm eyes were so glad you went and had an amazing time. My friend, even her, she was looking at me, she goes, I'm getting quite emotional. I was like, I'm trying to hold it in because like, yeah. I didn't want to ruin my, I knew if I started crying, I wouldn't be able to stop because she started crying and I was like, why does she do that? Don't cry. Yeah. She was I like, do. it's my fifth show. And it's uh, like, I'm so grateful for you guys. And I was like, I do do wish I went even though I'm not a huge Beyonce fan just to be in her presence that that concert is one of them concerts like if you're not a fan that will convert you into a fan purely just because you don't have to love her music but her artistry how she puts on the show I can appreciate her artistry yeah I hope that goes on to Netflix it has to be please I hope so so I can see it (laughs) but um but anyways yeah yeah that was Demar, I can see Demar's face is like. Also, her body is just amazing. Like I know she's beautiful, but like the body, the boobies, the titties. Her tits are so nice. The titty, everything. I was like, wow. No one can say that you actually had three kids. Like, yes, the body. Yeah, still can't believe Jay Z tweeted on her. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, look how she looks. Like, why are you doing that? Like, that's actually jokes. But yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. So, 
yeah that is it that's my weekly fill um yeah. i enjoyed this episode this was good hope you guys have a great week and if you don't we'll go again next week yes love that um but See yeah ya. we're gonna, gonna have to love you and leave you ciao bye bye